Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends, dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, I'm very excited because today we have in the studio our friend and fellow Rotarian, Ellen Hagerty. And she's going to be chatting with us about all the great works of Rotarian Action Groups and fellowships. Good morning, Ellen Haggerty. Good morning. So explain to us, what is a Rotarian Action Group? Well, a Rotarian Action Group is approved by Rotary International, and these are um, groups that are focused on specific problems and or specific service um, opportunities around the world. So my particular um, action group that I started is Rotarians for Hearing because um, I'm, fo- I'm passionate about encouraging Rotarians to help children and adults with hearing loss reach their potential. And why are you particularly interested in that one? Well, because I lost my hearing when I was four. They didn't know until I was five. And I know what it's like to be alone without anybody helping me. Of course, the amazing thing, and Ellen, you and I have known each other for years, the amazing thing about anyone who meets you for the first time, they would never realize you have a hearing uh, impairment because you are probably the best Lip, Lip reader, reader in ever. the United States. Yeah, she's, well, she's I mean, awesome I, at I've, it. I've had, ton, uh, you know, 60-plus years of experience. <laughs> I won't tell you how old I am. <laughs> but, but uh, and also, um, I was post, post-lingual when I lost my hearing. What does that and mean? And that ma- makes well, a difference, Basically, I, I learned to listen and speak before I lost my hearing. Okay. And then, therefore, I had a reference point from right. which to go from. So then and you went from there to lip reading. And then I also have hearing aids. Uh-huh. So ever Do since... Do they help? I mean, what can you... Well, when I... 60 years ago or so, or more, <laughs> you get this big box with a wire that goes yeah. in your ear and one ear, and that was it. Like a and, transistor radio, you might well, listen yeah. at the ball And game. it was an amplifier, per se. Right. Uh, and today's hearing aids are very different. As they say, they're not what your grandma used to have. <laughs> <laughs> I, my primary focus is to help children, um, especially young children between the ages of zero and six. And so one of the things I'm doing is I'm, I'm in on a, a global grant for 2016-17 in Guatemala to identify, test, in other words, screen and test children, but starting at newborns to uh, I so that they will be able to learn to listen and speak because we learn to listen and speak from the moment we're born. So the testing is the kind of thing where you put the headphones on and have those little high-pitched sounds? No, because a baby is not going to raise right. his hand right. okay. and, and say, say that, right here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. they, for um, a certain amount of money, which is a lot of money, <laughs> $4,200 for, for one what they call OAE, or OEA, no, it's OAE, that um, they put something in the baby's ear and they Uh can test 
put a sound in, and if the ear works right, the sound will come back. Oh, my goodness. And it'll register it. Like sonar. Yeah, something like that. Okay. And then if it registers, they're okay. If they're not... And if they fail twice, they could have some buildup in the ear yeah. from the birth canal or something. Mm-hmm. But if they fail twice, then they go to Guatemala City, uh, where there's an ABR, which they, is a brainstem thing that they do, to, and they can tell you exactly what the hearing loss is. Oh, my goodness. And they can that set early. the hearing aids uh-huh. from as little as six months old. Wow. My goodness. And then these OAEs are going to go to five different areas in Guatemala, and they're in the poor areas, in the mountains where I went to when I, like, Quetzal, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Tenango, also on the Pacific coast. Yes. okay. And then um, these, they're going to test thousands of children, and then the ones who fail will end up going to Guatemala City. So it's a team, then, that must go. I mean, there must be well, some what, type of... Well, what we're doing is we're doing what we call, to make it sustainable, Yeah. we're um, training audio techs. Okay, you mean lo- in locally within locally, the Guatemalan yeah. communities? In Spanish. In Spanish, great. So that okay. it's, it's going to be these audio texts that will go, and these parents will um, have mostly home births. They will bring the uh-huh. child to be registered with their name, and then their ears will be tested by somebody um, at the town hall. like. And this is a um, ro- rotary action group. Well, this is actually a project within In, the Rotary Action Group. Gotcha. Okay. And I met other people through the Rotary Action Group. So this is um, Pleasant Valley Rotary um, sponsor a child to get the gift of hearing. So okay. the purpose of Rotary Action Group is to encourage clubs to create projects to help um, encourage to help people live up to their potential. If they can't have hearing aids when they're uh, up to the age of six. After the age of six, it's increasingly difficult to learn to listen and speak. And and then they're thought to be deaf and dumb, and they're marginalized, and they have a life the quality, of poverty. quality of life is very low. Yeah, yeah. So that's a critical time window from birth to six years old. Right. And that's when you learn most of your language skills, and your, your brain is broken in how to process and do things like that. So it's very important at birth. And, of course, you're going, Guatemala is considered a developing country Definitely. still at this point. And... Um, Tell us some of the other things that uh, Rotary Action Group is doing, the one that you're involved in. Okay. Well, that I'm involved with, there's also Rotary Action Group for Peace. In this time, day and age, we need more peace in the world. Boy, isn't that an uh, well, understatement? Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't be more right, Ellen. <laughs> there's, but there's also fellowships that I'm involved with. And fellowships are basically around a sport or around an interest. An interest that somebody has. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's the Rotarian wine connoisseurs. Right. There's the Rotarians involved in scouting. Right. There's and the golf. Rotarians involved in, in law enforcement. Uh, Rotarian lawyer and judges. Uh, and they, they all usually get together at the various uh They also Rotary have um, Rotarians that are single and that right. they can tra- get together and travel together. And, for example, go to the conferences. But they also take other trips together, which I, I thought was very cool, actually. It's not a dating service. Do you remember well, we interviewed them? My Might favorite be. <laughs> is your favorite, yeah. Is International Travel and Hosting Fellowship. Mm-hmm. And I've stayed in homes in um, the Outback, in uh, Alice Springs, in through this 
type of organization mm-hmm. or this type of program in Australia. I've stayed in um, homes in Birmingham and in England. England, yeah. I've I just came from a home up in the the northern part of Lusan in the Philippines, uh, with a rice on a rice farm. With uh, Rotarian and his wife. I've You've traveled it. quite a bit through that fellowship. This is in so true. Yes. This is so yeah. true. Anywhere you go uh, in Rotary, when you see another Rotarian, you're like, treated like a long-lost cousin. Definitely. Now, Alan Haggerty, let's get back for a moment to uh, the issue of hearing impairment and the Rotarian Action Group uh, for Better Hearing. Um, how big a problem is a hearing impairment in the United States, you know, those of us who have been, uh, have spent a career in radio, we always have these headphones on, and many of us do have hearing impairments. I now have to watch movies with the little subcaptions. And one of the great things you did was insist that Rotary International, at the various conventions, have closed captioning. Uh, you know, how'd you go about doing yeah. that? Yeah, how'd you well, make that happen, Miss Ellen? it's called persistence and perseverance. <laughs> <laughs> I, in However, your case, I think a lot of charm, too. Yeah. However, they did it in, in Sydney, but they wouldn't do it in um, Brazil because that was not the primary language. However, then again, there's going to be three years in a row where there's going to be English as the primary language, and they just told me within the last few weeks that, yes, they're going to take the recommendation, they're going to have captioning. And for those of you at home who want to know what happens at a a Rotary convention, go to rotary.org and type in the word convention in our search engine. Uh, We have brought our radio rotary microphones to many Rotary conventions and we'll be there in Atlanta, Georgia and also Honolulu, Hawaii and a few other places where we're going to be covering the Rotary Convention. Toronto, Toronto, Canada. Uh, we'll probably run into Ellen then, because she goes to all the conventions, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, you do. <laughs> It'll be my 10th one. Uh, How about 10 that? 10 years in a row. That's great. So, uh, we'll be sure, sure an interviewer at the next convention. And we're going to find out more about Rotarian Action Groups and Rotarian Fellowships from our great guest uh, and a great Rotarian, Ellen Haggerty, in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guest, Rotarian Ellen Haggerty. And Sarah, who keeps people listening to Radio Rotary by sponsoring us this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your local bank, for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Sunrise, Millbrook, Nanuet, Newburgh, and Pleasant Valley, New did York. Did you say Pleasant Valley? I did say Pleasant Valley. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They've taught millions of people to read, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling childhood disease from the face of the planet. But each of those 1,200,000 women and men know they could accomplish so much more if only they were 1,200,000 and one. Find out what an impact one person can make Learn about Rotary at Rotary.org. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. 
Join us for the fabulous Hudson Valley Rib Fest Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, August 19, 20, and 21st at the Ulster County Fairgrounds in New Paltz, New York. There's great entertainment. And great food. Play area and rides for the kids. And great food. And great entertainment. Have we mentioned the great food? <laughs> That's the Hudson Valley Rib Fest Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, August 19th, 20th, and 21st at the Ulster County Fairgrounds in New Paltz, New York. Be there. Mm, mm, mm. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Kathy Kruger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Kruger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info, radiorotary.org. Signing off, Kathy with a smile. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. Welcome back to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Treepwasser. Well, good morning, Sarah O'Connell. And I see you're in a chirpy mood, and I, I know am. why. I know why. Because we have a our great guest. friend and fellow Rotarian, Ellen Haggerty is joining us. She's a member of the Pleasant Valley Cub, and we're talking about all the great works of what's called Rotarian Action Groups and Fellowship. She's very active in her community in Pleasant Valley and internationally. Did yes, you know that she's been to 10, count them, 10 Rotary International Conferences all over the world? They happen annually. Welcome back, Ellen. Thank you. So, again, just for people who may have joined us late, what is a Rotarian Action Group? A Rotarian Action Group um, gives people an opportunity, Rotarians, an opportunity to focus on something they have a passion about. And they could have a passion about um, treating AIDS or plant solutions or child slavery, dentistry, endangered species, uh, literacy, microfinance, polio, water and sanitation. A lot of these groups spring out of the communities that they're directly involved with. So you have rotary clubs, and sometimes there are clubs in some communities, and so these action groups can spring up and help out, and then it kind of feeds into the global and international um, mission of service above self, but basically helping communities improve the quality of their lives. And you have to have at least three countries... 
and 35 members before you get approved by Rotary International. And there are also Rotarian fellowships. If you have a, an interest besides Rotary, like you're a golfer or you're an international traveler or you're involved with uh, scouting, there are Rotarian fellowships. Uh, uh, where, the wine uh, connoisseur. The wine connoisseurs. Mm -hmm. they don't, I wonder if they have a Rotarian fellowship for broadcasters. You know, we could no, start you, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's only two members, could, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, could, we could try and start one. But the one, one I think that one conference, which Ellen attended several years ago, and Joni, you and I were there, that I thought was fascinating, too, is just because I'm just putting it out there, because people have this image still of Rotary being a bunch of grumpy old men sitting around I take, I take, uh, smoking uh, I cigars. I resemble that remark. Eating lunch and <laughs> la, la, la. Anyway, so yes, there are women involved now in Rotary. Grumpy and, old women? Yeah. <laughs> grumpy, no, there are women involved, which means that things get done. Yes, dear. Um, and they have an action group for single Rotarians who want to travel. So not only can they go to conferences and things like that, they can travel together on vacations. And and so it is a fellowship. It's bigger than you think, folks. So, Jonah, quickly, before we yes, get into the meat of the matter with um, Ellen Haggerty, our fellow Rotarian and friend, where would one go if they wanted to learn more about Rotary, the fellowship and the friendships and, and the food, and the food, all the <laughs> stuff that we have fun doing? Well, you would go to Rotary.org. That's R-O-T-A-R-Y dot org. Click on the Club Locator button, type in your hometown, find out where your local Rotary Club meets, and get to meet great people like Ellen Haggerty. Ellen, what club are you a member of? Pleasant Valley. And where and when do you meet? Um, we meet on Tuesday nights. All right. At various restaurants, right? Yes. So and you I, go on their website if you want to right, track them down. Right. Yeah. Easy and, to do. Uh, uh, actually, our producer, Kathy Kruger, is a member of the Pleasant Valley Club, isn't she? Yes. And you have a great thing coming up called Pleasant Valley Days. What's that all about? Well, one of the things is we uh, sell duck tickets. <laughs> and we I race love this. ducks. Little rubber duckies. Rubber duckies. Yeah, rubber duckies. And we race them on the creek. And uh, you could win $500, $200, 50 50 or 50 The reason I can say it off the top of my head is I'm one of the top duck ticket sellers of the Red Pleasant Valley Rotary Club, <laughs> at least on the grounds. <laughs> So the duck race is one of the many things that goes on during Pleasant Valley Day, which is the 16th, 17th, and 18th. It's a whole weekend of full September. of fun of September. Right. Family activities. I think the Rotary Club of Pleasant Valley is is the beer tent people, the duck people. And, of course, there's music, there's food, there's all parades, you name it, they've got it. I'm going to have it. I'm going to go and I'm put my duck on my beer stein so it floats in the beer. Do you think that's going to help the duck? <laughs> I don't know. The duck will kind of wander down the so Ellen bob Haggerty, down that creek. Ellen Haggy, tell us again about the Rotarian Action Group that's of particular interest to you about hearing impairment. Right. We also like to help Rotarians hear better. Right. And uh, one of the things you can do is prevent hearing loss. How? Well, basically, you have to be careful um, when you go to these loud concerts that, A, if you go, to maybe bring earplugs <laughs> or if you listen to iPods um, to turn down the volume or for your children, if you, they listen to iPods to make sure that you listen to their iPod to make sure that it's not too loud. I know when my kids were teenagers and they had um, the, the, the earpiece 
devices. I don't know if they were called iPods in those days, but uh, if I know if I could hear it, it was too loud. And I used to you know say, turn it down. I can hear it. It's too loud. Right. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, those of us who have uh, long careers in radio, many of us are hearing impaired because we always wear headphones to hear what we're saying. And when, especially when we were disc jockeys, we used to crank up that music a little bit too oh, loud. Oh, we didn't know any better <laughs> right. back in the day. Right. So yeah. Well, 60% of all military people, um, veterans, also have hearing loss. From firing the weapons and the loud reports yeah. of yeah. the weapons. Yeah. And then also there are 45 million hearing impaired people in the United States. Wow, that's and quite a bit. 360 million in the world, and two-thirds are from developing countries. And so, I know, uh, I would think many law enforcement officers, again, who uh, fire their weapons sure. uh, in practice sessions, uh, if they don't have proper hearing protection, uh, might also have hearing involved. There's all kinds of ways that you can damage your hearing, but one of the reasons Alan Haggerty um, from the Pleasant Valley Club, Rotarian member, you know a lot about this, is because you lost your hearing when you were young. Right, four years old. Four years old. How did that happen? Well, I must have gotten sick. I mean, I remember having my ears hurt. I remember having maybe an infection. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It could have been a couple of things going on. Mm-hmm. And then, so then your family figures that out, and now you're a young a year youngster, later, or six months later. Wow, wow. But as I said, uh, for those who may have joined us late, uh, if you met Erlen face to face, you would not realize she has any kind of hearing impairment because she's a fantastic lip reader, and uh, she's a real great advocate for those who also yes. like her suffer hearing impairment. You know, in the Rotary conventions, uh, if you speak a foreign language, they'll give you for five dollars a transistor radio, and it's like at the United Nations. If if you speak French, you'll hear French. If you speak Spanish, you hear Spanish. If you speak German, you hear German. But they weren't doing anything for the hearing impaired until Ellen, Ellen used came her along. considerable, just did it. Her yeah. considerable charm and her considerable and tell us what they what they're doing well, now. Ellen. What they did was this year for the first time they put English, and then now they have even more so that um, people can get the headsets and listen to it directly inside their and in, in their ears, so they. They don't have reverberation, mm-hmm. and then they also have the neck loops that, if you turn on your telecoils and hook it up to this device, you could hear it better. That's a special kind of hearing aid, a telecoil. Uh, telecoil it, in your hearing aids, you can have a telecoil, which is a little piece of copper wire, right? And that if you're in a loop. And um, you can have a loop around your neck or a loop around a room. If you're within a magnetic loop, you can hear things like they're sitting on your shoulder talking in your ear. Oh, wow. So technology. This is a wonderful example of how technology is really assisting. But uh, I think Jonah hit the nail on the head when he said Ellen is an activist. Um, She's an exemplary Rotarian. She travels internationally promoting her causes and... And for those of you that want to meet people like Ellen, she's at the Pleasant Valley Rotary Club. um, And you can go online, find out where they meet, um, and join the fun, the friendship, and the food, right? Is that what you say, Joan? I'm trying to... The food, the fellowship, um, the fun, every, all of it. And Ellen, in the minute we have left, tell everybody out there why it's great to be a Rotarian. Because it's... um, 
international, and you can have friends and family all over the world. Ellen oh, Haggerty, we consider you family. We certainly she consider you a friend. She is our ambassador. And we're going to see Valley. you. We're going to see you at the uh, Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, and we'll be sure to talk to you uh, once again for Radio Rotary. Thanks so much for everything you're doing to help the hearing impaired, mm. and thanks for joining us this morning. You're welcome. And Miss Sarah O'Connell, who do we have to thank for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, this week Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Wallkill East, Wappingers, Warwick Valley, and Pleasant Valley, New York. The home of Ellen Haggerty and our producer, Kathy Kruger. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer, Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer, Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at the same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.